Hi, this is Jay Sunhalter, ESPN3 analyst and former Pirate football tight end. And you're listening to the Sports Objective Podcast, the unofficial podcast of the Pirates. We're just going to go ahead and uh, start with questions for Coach Kirkpatrick. Well, Coach, uh, how do you compare and contrast maybe this week of prep uh, compared to the Navy game? You have your starting quarterback back. Does that, does that help? Well, uh, yeah, it helps my stomach. It helps my digestive system. Um, yeah, you know, uh, that's a tough deal. You know, we, <laughs> we, we tried to prepare for it as much as we could. We, we talked about, you know, that's a possibility. Uh, but you know, reality was that was uh, that was a hectic week. Uh, I mean, it, it's a fun week. I mean, you know, it's an exciting week. Uh, but I, you know, I, it, it was a tough week. You you call a young man on Tuesday afternoon and say, "Can you get over here a little bit early today?" And yeah, what's up? Hey, you're starting this week, you know. And he thought thought I was joking. You know, what I'm saying I think he was the only one that didn't know the rumors. He didn't pay attention to all the rumors or whatever. So, you know, we had to have some cram sessions there and. Uh, this week we're kind of back, you know, normal normal week, and, and that is a good feeling for the offense because obviously holding such a huge part of that. Not that Mason didn't do a do a good job, but obviously, you know, he he was inexperienced at it, and this this gives us a much better chance to go win win the game. When you look at Tulsa's uh, cornerbacks, I think three of the top four guys are 6'2", 6'3", and when they played Oklahoma State, that was something the ESPN guys kept harping on, which is those corners and their physicality. What is the challenge there? Is it to, to try to be physical with them or outrun them? or How do you kind of deal with, with that, I guess? I tell you what, they're good. They're good all over on defense. You know, last year was the last game of the year. Disappointed in how we played. I was disappointed just in our effort. And a lot of other things too. Really slow starting on offense. Finished pretty good, uh, but we knew going into the game, we thought they were one of the best defenses in the league, if not the best personnel-wise. Uh, that's the same thing again. They got five starters back, but they got six other guys that all played. Um, it was a physical game last year with them. CJ had a had a big game. Six catches, I think, like 140 some yards. A touchdown. Had another one called back. But it was a physical game, a lot of interference calls, uh, almost came to blows a couple of times. So their guys are going to be in your face, and they're big enough, and they're physical enough, they're tall, they are long-armed, and they don't care. They're, they're, they, they might get an interference on one play, they're going to be right back at you the next play, and uh, they're going to be physical. So our kids are going to have to really concentrate on their technique is what you got to do. You got you got to use release moves. You can't just come off the line of scrimmage. You've got to be a good technician. You got to use your release moves. We got to help them some. We got to, you know, use motions. We got to move them around a little bit. You, know, you got to find some illegal rubs in there to get them off some of the man coverage. Uh, but they present a lot of problems. Uh, there's, there's, there's five DBs. It's a 3-3 three, three stack type scheme with five DBs. It's very unusual, but it's becoming popular in college football right now. And uh, so we're starting to see a little bit more of it. SMU's running a version of it. Uh, South Florida's actually running a version of this too. So we are getting some experience at seeing it. So hopefully that'll help us. Donnie, everybody knows that you're going to have to be able to throw the football a little bit against Tulsa. And, uh, you know, unlike your days when you were in the, the band of romantics back in your big hair days in the 1980s, 
Um, you wouldn't be talking in your sleep if you um, if you if you didn't say something about the fact that you're going to have to be able to run the ball too. Well, you know, our goal was always to try to be balanced. You know, uh, meeting with Coach Houston earlier in the week, and he's like, you know, came in and how how are they? And I was like, well, you're not going to want to hear this, but they're pretty they're they're pretty good again. And he's like, yeah, no, I already know that. You know, I I knew they were. And he's like, are we going to be able to run the ball? And I was like, well, we'll have to be able to run the ball. And he's like, you know. Lord, I don't, I don't care if you throw it 60 times, you know, whatever. I don't care how you do it. We just got to find a way to move it, and we got to find a way to score points. And so just, you know, do what you got to do. And I was like, well, we will. But you'll have to be balanced because they'll drop eight guys on you uh, in pass coverage. Uh, they'll play man, but they'll still drop eight. It's a lot of tight seams. It's hard to throw the ball, you know, when people drop eight guys. Uh, you got to be able to run the ball in order to get them to play some run defenses so that you can throw the ball. At the same time, you know, the, you just got to keep them off, off kilter a little bit because you can't let them know what you're going to do. I think we're suited for that. I feel good about our run game. I feel good that we can throw the ball as well. What I'd like to see us do now is do both of them really well in one game. I think we kind of did that at South Florida. I think that was probably the reason for our success of scoring so many points there. That's probably the only game we've ever we've been able to do both really well. So we're going to need to do that again. I think we're set up for that, though. So it's going to be a fun night. This sets up as, as you know, a difficult matchup to try to run the football against this bunch. Uh, just watching them on TV last week and the last couple of weeks, uh, it's going to be a tough nut to crack. But your team is running the ball as, as well as they have in a long time at East Carolina. Well, I think so, too. I think the kids are doing a nice job up front. Last two weeks, we've played really good up front. And that's been a mess. You know, you got to have a program to know who's playing up front right now and, who, and who's in what position. But they've played really well up front. The runbacks obviously have done a nice job, too, I think, you know, with that. So, yeah, it, it, again, it's, this, is a, this is a big challenge going to Tulsa, playing on a Friday night. You know, it's a little bit of a different schedule. I hear it's going to be a little bit of a cool night, which, you know, I guess, I guess some of our players like that. Some of them probably don't like that very much. Uh, good team. They're playing really, really well right now. If you watch the Oklahoma State game, uh, you, you, you would really be, be upset. I mean, you'd be like, okay, this is not good. That's an undefeated ranked team, Oklahoma State is. Pretty good on offense. I know the quarterback got hurt in that game. But uh, scary good how good they played on defense. You know, Central Florida's pretty good on offense. And, you know, Central Florida, after the, a quick start, was not able to do much against this defense. So um, we have a huge amount of respect for them, but we love this challenge. Our kids have embraced it. We've had a great week of practice. That's all you can do is have a good meeting, then have a good practice, you know, then the next day come back and, and do that again. And so at this point, um, we're going in there with the all eyes on playing well. And if you play well, good things will happen. Donnie, I don't want to get too kind of personal, but with Holton, you know, kind of mentally, how has he been? Has he been – is he – motivated or, or has he been able to kind of shake off missing that game? How has he kind of been in practice or with the teammates, that type thing? Well, mentally, he didn't miss a beat. You know, he, uh, he you know, we spoke when he got the positive test and uh, he went to watching Tulsa film that afternoon. He watched all her practices every day, even though, you know, he wasn't going to play in the Navy game, though there was still a little bit of an outside chance. There was a lot of little things going on that we weren't never 100% sure what was going to happen. Would, would there be a retest? Would there be something else going on? There were a lot, so many rumors. It, it was you just, it was hard to concentrate. It made it really a tough week. But he didn't lose anything mentally. 
I thought when he came out Saturday, the first day back, he really was able to practice. He was a little rusty with his throws. Uh, he had reverted back a little bit to dropping his uh, release a little bit from kind of the way he was doing before we got here. You know, just kind of had to get back into the groove of it like that, I thought, physically. Uh, we were very careful with him. We didn't, you know, just put him in there every play and just run him to death the first day. The protocol wouldn't let you do that anyhow. Uh, but mentally, he's been good, and he was ready for this game plan. He was ahead of me. He was asking me questions, and I was like, I'm still worried about Navy. You, you get that done for Tulsa, and then we'll, we'll get on Tulsa, you know, the next week. So he was pushing us to get to that from the very get-go then. I said, we still got a whole week. We don't want to get too far along in the game plan. I think you get stale if you practice it too many times. You just want to start to dabble in it a little bit. Uh, we wanted to do some other things. We wanted to do some things in open day just to look at ourselves, self-scout, self go back, see what's working, what's not working, see if we needed to change anything, and then start to get into Tulsa a little bit later in the week. He was ready to go Saturday, though. He was he was bugging the heck out of me, to be honest with you. With uh, him missing la most of last week, <laughs> getting Mason maybe some more number one reps, did you see him kind of learn from that film and, and take a leap after the game? Oh, it's unbelievable. Now, he came in on that Sunday. I said, all right, Mason, you know, put your helmet on, better, better strap up a little bit. You know, you usually sit in here and the other guy gets all the critique and it's kind of nice and easy. You sit back and kind of watch that. Now it's going to all be aimed at you. And, you know, Mason played, I think, 65 plays in the game. And there were 33 plays that he he really re was a major factor in the result of those those plays. And the percentage of those were still pretty good. You know, he had six or seven, though, that if he could have made the throw or made the read, you know, would have made a world of difference. And when he saw them, he was like, oh, my goodness. You know, it's just, wow, oh, how did I miss that? You know, how did I didn't know that, you know. And so we actually – then I brought him back again the next day, and we rewatched those 30-some plays again just one-on-one. -on -one so that I could be a little more direct with him because as a true freshman, I didn't want to totally just destroy him, you know, not even meaning to. But, you know, really on a football play, a coach can kind of go through that play and dissect it for a long time. And everybody does a little something that you're like, well, you should have stepped here a little bit better. You probably should have done this. So, you know, I tried not to destroy him in front of the group, then brought him back one-on-one. -on -one. I was able to really, you know, kind of really, really get into some of that. And, um, uh, I think he, he he grew leaps and bounds. You know, the, the, the issue with, with it is he's a great, talented player, and he's going to be outstanding. You know, he didn't have spring ball. He wasn't an early enrollee. You know, he got here in July, and it's the weirdest summer ever because you, you some of the meetings were Zoom. And I, I don't know, you know, kids, especially – Rookies, they're not ready for Zoom meetings. You gotta, you gotta be in, you know, right there with them. You gotta be able to be a little more direct with them and, and that. So, you know, the the practices were kind of inconsistent. The other big thing was we brought in several new quarterbacks. So we really kind of put them all in there and let them kind of work, and let it filter itself out. So he wasn't just getting all the reps early. So. Uh, the other thing, he'd had three plays against Georgia State in mop-up duty, which, you know, hardly anybody was paying attention to that point. So he didn't have very much experience going into that game. Navy is a very complex defense. Uh, one of the tougher things to figure for a quarterback, Houghton kind of, you know, talked to him for me a little bit. And Houghton said, well, Coach, I hate to say it. I won't say it to him. This is not the game you want to be your first start against Navy with that defense. You know, you'd rather be somebody that lines up a little more simple. But uh, he, he handled it okay, and he's learned a lot. He's been better in practices 
since then. So, uh, you know, you, you get better playing. I, I wish we could play all of them more. It'd be great. But uh, obviously the games just don't let you do that. Donnie, how much better is this team than the, the record is currently right now? Um, if you were to have to put a grade on it, or how these guys feel about it as well, you know, um, it's not all gone. <laughs> it could have gone. And But what's yeah. your general take on it? Well, you know, I, I don't know. We kind of have a say, and I guess you're as strong as the weight you lift. You're as fast as the time you run. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you know, you're as, you're as tall as you measure, I guess. So you are what you are. You know, we, we don't – to go past that we're obviously um, much better team though than we were last year I think anybody's watching us would, would say that now the schedule has been a little more direct this year in that we opened up with Central Florida you know we did open up with a really good North Carolina State team I thought last year at the beginning of the season they were pretty good but I don't want to insult anybody but the schedule had a few more games in there for us to get going offensively we did not play particularly well uh, early in the season. So based on the first four games from last year to the first four games this year, our record may still stink, but we're we're way up. We're a lot better offensive football team in the first four games. We played probably four better teams than we played in the first four game overall. So it's just hard to measure it. We've tried not to get, you know, too depressed, okay, or, you know, get, get too much. I think there was a point in there after the Georgia State game, we were all you know, we, we were we were we were having to tell each other don't don't get too upset you know don't jump off the ledge it was hard not to want to get on some kids a little bit maybe more than we should have gotten on them coach Houston did a nice job with that of coming in and having a no pouting rule a no whining rule you know what I'm saying that we, we, we're going to get that past us there must have been a lot of noise out there I learned a long time ago y'all are outstanding at what y'all do I don't pay a lot of attention to what you say because if you said something really good about me that wouldn't that make me probably screw up more you're saying something bad that'd probably make me mad at you and that wouldn't help the situation either so I, not that I don't hear anything but just kind of stay away from that and just kind of stay at it now after the season you may go back and kind of kind of look at it and all that stuff but uh, I, I know I'm telling you give me a long answer we're a lot better but again you are what you are Coach, you have three guys in Deontay Smith, Josiah Hatfield, and Demetrius Mooney, who were significant contributors last year, but um, they seem little to no playing time thus far this year um, for a variety of reasons. Can we expect to see them play a more prominent role this week? Well, let's just kind of go back because it's all of an individual situation. You, you mentioned Mooney, Demetrius Mooney. Uh, he has had just, you know, a bad situation in that uh, he's been injured. You know what I'm saying? He, he's had a lot of things that have gone on with him. He had the foot problem. So the reason he hasn't been in there playing a lot is he has not been physically able to go play. So, yeah, we, he, he was involved back in special teams a lot. And then, again, now he's got another condition that's going on that's a medical deal. So that's why he's not playing. Uh, it's not that he's not – he's better than he was last year. Now, we got some other cats that are, that are playing pretty good. You know, so that's a, that's a tough room in there to get get reps at. You better be pretty good. Uh, but we, we haven't thrown him away. Uh, who was the other one you asked? Hatfield? Josiah? Was yes, sir. Josiah Hatfield? Yeah, Josiah Hatfield. Shoot, that's my dream guy. I, I tell him every time, you know, we, we, where's Josiah when he have plays? Josiah got hurt in the very first game. And uh, the one skill he doesn't possess is some durability right now. So he got hurt and it took him forever to come back. And then uh, – it's been that the whole time. So he is full speed again right now. Uh, you know, uh, he does play behind Tyler Sneed. It's hard to want to take Sneed out. Sneed doesn't like to come out. He doesn't like rest. Uh, but we try to put him in some other situations 
but it's been mainly because he's been hurt. And I'm sorry, who was who was there was a third guy you've asked about? Who was it? Deontay Smith um, at tackle. Well, Dante Smith's our best best offensive lineman, hands down, no question. And that's all been medical as well, too. So uh, we're hoping to have him back. That would be a huge lift. It is, like I say, you've had to have a roster to know the offensive line, who's playing and in what position. And it's been hard to get some chemistry and build some continuity, though they've played well the last two weeks. I've really, really thought they've played really, really well uh, in the last two games. Running the ball, obviously, very much to do with them. But also, I think even, you know, pass protection's been good, too. So, we'd love to have Dante back. Noah Henderson hadn't played any. All that's been injury deal, too. So, uh, it's just – it's been one of those years with injuries, with COVID-19. There's a lot of stuff going on. And, um, you know, but everybody's got these problems. You know what I'm saying? Everybody around the country's got these problems. So, this is just what this – it's called 2020, I guess. One final question for Coach. Tony, can you talk about how the uh, sense of urgency is right now to just get a win and get one on the board? And uh, at this point in the proceedings, how important it would be uh, as you, you approach the second half of the season? Yeah, it, it, is. it is. It is exactly what you said. What we can't do and what we don't do by our philosophy is we don't over-concentrate on that because I don't know if that would help the kids if we press and say, you got to win, we got to win, we got to win. So we don't talk a lot about that. We don't talk a lot about the result. We talk more about the process. What we Like literally what we do is we say to them on Sunday, we've got to get in here and watch the film from the day before, and we got to learn. we got to learn to not make that mistake, and we got to learn from that, and we got to get better. Then you go – they go lift weights. You need to go lift weights today, and you need to get stronger. You know, we got to have, we got to practice better. And you just each day try to stack those days. So we don't sit there and say – we got to win. We got to do this to win. We say we have to go do this. And then if you'll do these things, good things will happen. And in this sport, good things means winning. You know what I'm saying? It's a win business. That's what it is. So you don't concentrate too much on the results, but more on the process. I think that seems to work better. That's not something we came up with. You know, that's what most, I think, programs probably do. Uh, and so that's where it's at. Practiced well today. Now, tomorrow, come back, have good meetings, practice well, correct things, uh, be energized, handle the trip, you know, handle it. We have so many young kids that they haven't been through this. You throw this on with the weird school, online school, and all the different things, it, it's just, it's strange feel around campus. It's very, very different not having the other students here and not having the daily schedule like it normally is. It's weird not having the fans in the stands. You know, uh, I mean, it's still good, but it's it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's not the same. If we'd have had that game against Navy with a normal Dowdy-Ficklin atmosphere, it would have been one of the all-time classic games, I think. Okay. Donnie, thank you for your time. Thank you, guys. See you.